God said, Let us make men in our own image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion. Pastor Pinda is a pastor of the Loyalty House International Middleburg, which is a part of the United Denomination, originating from Lighthouse Group of Churches. His mission is to preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out devils, and raise the dead throughout the world. Pastor Pinda has a passion for soul women and church planting. Be ready for a supernatural encounter as you listen to this message. Father, thank you this morning for blessing us with your words. Holy Spirit, minister to us. Touch our hearts and our lives. Remove the hurt that is in our hearts. Remove the pain that is in our bodies. The things that worry us. The things that stress us. Father, we have a purpose. And we will live to fulfill that purpose. Help us, O God, through your Spirit. Strengthen us. Give us life. Give us strength. In Jesus' mighty name. I bind every satanic power in our midst. I bind the thoughts that Satan has planted in our minds. I decree and declare that we are free from demonic manipulation, demonic control, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You may take your seats. Amen. Welcome to church, everyone. I hope you are blessed. Are you well? Say I am blessed. Say I am blessed. Do you believe that you are blessed? We are tempted to be successful, na. The Bible says that we should call things which are not as if they were. To call things which are not as if they what? And you must get used to it. One day I had a, a dream. In this dream, I was in out of space. In darkness. In space though. <laughs> in space, in this dream. And I was suspended in the air, in the darkness. And all of a sudden, I heard a voice. Let there be light. And I could see the words traveling. And as the words were traveling, there was light in the words. And I started to see the stars being created. The stars, the stars being created. And after that, I heard the voice again speaking. And creating more things. And I think God gave me this dream. He was trying to emphasize to me that what we say is what creates 
You see, the Bible says that we are created in the image and likeness of God. Therefore, we have the capacity to function at the God level. If I was given an idea, how will you know that you will never have something or you have it? If you can't picture it and say it, you will never have it. If you can't picture it and say it, not even because people will think a vision. If you can't, you see, the thing is not in you, in your mind, in your being. And on top of that, you can't say it. You can't have it. But if the thing is in you, <laughs> it's in your mind, and you say it, you will create it. That's why when Satan wants to do something, he will give you pictures. You will dream about you being sick. You will dream about you dying single. <laughs> All these things that you are afraid of, you will start imagining them. Sometimes there's a panic attack on things that they are not real. Like you hear a person being sick. Instead, that is not feeling well. At Senya, the person would say, I'm dying. <laughs> and that is like there is a bank somewhere. You are depositing money. You are depositing death. I'm saying this to emphasize that. You know, when I say, say I am blessed. You don't want to say it because maybe you don't feel blessed. You know, when I said, say I am blessed, you remembered your balance. All of a sudden, you know, your mind doesn't remember that quick when you are in class. But when I said you are blessed, all of a sudden your balance came out. Minus 33 cents. I don't know why they don't end at zero. They, they can even go to minus. That's why cash is, is at least you cannot have negative cash. But uh, hey, bank balance. You see that you are on negative. Something, something. Hallelujah. Say I am blessed. Oh, I'm not feeling you. Say I am blessed. Say I am rich. Say I am healthy. I have the grace of God upon my life. I am not a sinner. I am not a sinner. I am not a thief. Say I am not a thief. Even though you might have had stolen someone's person recently, say, I am not a what? You are not a thief. Do you believe it? We are called a lover Say, I am not sick. It's uncoolly. Uncoolly. 
anguli anguli senya pumelela hmm? you you are the one ladies say i am a wife i am a wife are you sure yes. say i am a wife i am a wife say i am a rich auntie i am a rich auntie Yeah, you you are rich you are planning to be poor are you planning to be poor mm. guys say i have paid my lobola you see the guys don't want to say this one mm. brothers why don't you want to say this one say i have paid my lobola Some of them have small voices but now they are trying to pay my lobola. Say I have married a girl. Hmm? Uh, are you sure? These girls are going to report you after church. Say pastor I saw him in church saying he has paid the lobola. When I asked him he said he doesn't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Clap your hands for Jesus. I have not changed my sermon. Have I changed it? Are you sure that I have not changed it? Eh, hey, I want the book. Oh, here's the book. I'm still preaching from this book, Fruitfulness. How many of you were blessed last week Sunday? Make sure that you get the book. It's how much? 100 rand. 100 rand. Yes, I think no wonder they will be selling it after church. Make sure you must ensure that you have it amen. amen today i'm preaching from chapter 6 specifically and a bit of seven which is on the book it says cast for being fruitfulness but my sermon is the consequences of being fruitless the consequences the consequences the consequences Angat consequences. Titelo, tegunga bine titelo. The consequences. Oh, imi pumela. Yeah, yegunga bine titelo. Imi pumela. Are you there? We have gone home. So our main scripture for today, which I want all of us to read. Is Mark chapter eleven, verse twelve to fourteen, and then we will jump to twenty. Mark chapter eleven, verse twelve to fourteen, and we will jump to twenty. Mark chapter eleven. Can I see your Bible? Raise up your Bible and say, "This is my Bible." Let me see. Don't raise a cell phone, please. It's, uh, maybe a tablet, not a cell phone. Say, "This is my Bible." I'm hearing only a few people say this is my Bible. You must say this was my Bible. No, Peter, no. Your Bible shouldn't be like Peter. Peter showed the church how a Bible should should not be like. But at least you came with one. Ah, this was my Bible. <laughs> At least you try. Let's clap our hands for Peter. 
Say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I believe what it says. And I will do what it says. I will not allow my Bible to offend me. What it says to me is true. And I will do it. I will always believe my Bible. Even when what it says it is against what I feel and what I think. Amen. Clap your hands for yourself. Those of you who have no Bible after church is how much? 70 rand. Oh, thank you, thank you. You see, there's a Bible after church. Seven. Make sure that you get your Bible. Mark chapter 11, verse 12. We can even do it. Okay, King James. I want the church to read. One, two, three, go. How? Please, media. Uh huh. Okay, wait, wait. Maybe go back, media. NLT, you know? NLT, okay. One, two, three, go. I said 20, media. Now, you see, Jesus went, was hungry. And he met a tree. 
which was is a fig tree. In our context, I don't know what you like, banana, Some apple tree. Banana. Most of you think the apple tree was the one in the Garden of Eden, so we can't use it. Uh, I don't know which other tree, but you know, he he wanted in that season. That tree was supposed to produce fruit. So let's look at mangoes. There is a season in which when you see a mango tree, you expect that it should have fruit. And around December, isn't it? Festive season is Kichimizananabo mangoes. Who like mangoes? We know they are season. Now it was like that in this case. Jesus came to this, let's say, mango tree. In December. What December? And this tree maybe was planted in places where mango trees flourish. Bonasporti, Bomalelana, Botsani, in all these other places. And when he got there. He looked at the tree and found out that there were no fruits on the tree. And I thought Jesus was just supposed to turn back. No, he didn't. The same words that I spoke about earlier that created things. That word had the power to destroy. Depending on the type of words that were spoken. Now I would have thought. That if you find the tree Jesus. Not doing what it's supposed to do. Produce food. You will leave the tree alone. Because it was giving people shade. Some monkeys were playing on it. Some birds had created a home. But no Jesus. You say that this thing is supposed to produce wood. Jesus said I cannot leave it like that. If it does not fulfill its purpose it must be destroyed but Jesus spoke to the fig tree and said you did not produce fruit I will not even give you an opportunity in the future to do it and he left the fruit the tree I mean and he went out preaching now the Bible tells us this. Little pipe. You see, I'm sure the disciples when Jesus spoke, they thought this was a joke. Because nothing happened to the tree. Nothing happened to the tree. They left the tree was still the same. If the tree had ten leaves. Or ten branches. It still had ten branches. When he left, when they left, it still had its leaves looking green if they were green. But the following day, 
when they saw the same tree they realized that the tree had withered the leaves were off the branches had nothing have you ever seen a tree I'm sure the tree was looking like that and then they they left that is what Jesus had said the tree had withered now you see I have been teaching you for some time that the world is controlled by four forces four a human being exists under four environments four you as you are seated here you have four environments operating in you environment one is life environment two is death environment three is blessing environment four is curse and you find that in Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 this thing you must say it's standard and you know sometimes you can be blessed but have no life that's why you find a person rich but they cannot spend their money due to sickness the person is wealthy but the person is in that area in blessed and when you do things they work but you find that when it comes to relationships yes this is the uh, environment Deuteronomy 30 verse 19 these are different environments that we find ourselves in sometimes if a person gets wealthy just after no, the, the, the environment of life is not in that person now it says that today I've given you a choice between life and death so in anything that we are doing we are, we are always our decisions and our you know speech and our communication is always making us to choose life or death and it's also making us to choose between blessing and what curses <clears throat> whatever that you are doing always know that it's either you are accumulating a blessing or a curse you are moving towards death or life as for you, you are becoming blessed. I said, as for you, you are what? Becoming what? Now, to the extent that even your words are very important, 
Nemava kuluwa kulumago abalegile. Let's go to Matthew chapter 12. Mm? Verse 36. Matthew chapter 12 verse 36. One of the things that you will be accounting for is what happened each time you opened your mouth. Are you here or have gone home? Are you sure? Like each time we open our mouth, what comes out? And why is this important? It is because words have the capacity to create and destroy. We have destroyed a lot of things by what we have said. We've even created ill things because of the words we've spoken. So he says that I tell you this. You must give an account on judgment day for every idle word. You see, he's even careful. This is Jesus speaking. Every idle word you speak. Verse 37. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. The words. Tell your neighbor the words. In the beginning was the word that you spoke. <laughs> and you said, let there be what? What were you saying? With your words. So I want us all from today to learn, learn not to play with your mouth. Be careful of what you say. And how you say it. Are you still here? Now, Jesus didn't play with his words. You saw here when he said to the tree, Wither. The tree withered. You know, I think some of us men, we have problems because of women. Maybe you broke someone's heart somewhere. You were like a fig tree. Words were ah. <laughs> your your life our your life is not going where it should go because your roots are withering. <laughs> so we should not, especially parents, don't just make a comment about your children. Because Jesus did not play with his words. Now the question is. How do curses come about? And what is the effect of a curse? In Proverbs chapter 26 verse 2 We learn that curses don't just come You, you can't just Jesus didn't just pass by the fig tree and felt like cursing it and cursed it. For a curse to come into effect, there must be a reason. 
in this case, the fig tree didn't have fruit when it was supposed to have fruit. That is how come it got a curse. Otherwise, there would be no need for the fig tree to be cursed. So curses do not just come into play without a cause or a reason. And Satan knows it. Also Satan cannot do anything in our lives. Because he feels like it. Satan operates in the area where we are cursed. Satan is an implementer of curses. And if he sees that you do not have a case in that particular area of your life, he will make you to do something that will cause you to be cursed so that he can implement the case. When Satan sinned in heaven, God did not leave Satan in heaven. He kicked him out of heaven. And he left him on earth. But God did not have a problem with Satan being on earth. Because when there is no curse, Satan can do nothing. When God created Adam and Eve, the Bible says that and he blessed them. When he created the animals, he blessed the animals. So as long as there was no curse on earth, Satan had no power. As long as there is no curse in that particular area of your life, Satan has no power. But you know Satan is very smart. The first way that the curse comes about, which is the famous way is when you do something that you are not supposed to do. That's the first way a curse comes about. So point number one, right there, the point that people become cursed when they do the wrong thing or they do something they were not supposed to do and each time we do it a curse comes so Satan usually says there is no consequence to what you are doing that's what he told Adam. In fact, he goes even further to say there are advantages. <laughs> and he starts proposing to you what are the advantages of doing something that you shouldn't do. Are you here or you have gone home? So the first the way that a curse enters into our lives and when we do something that we shouldn't do and I want you to remember the first verse I, I read to you that if you will account for words 
How much more actions? It's deep. Don't worry. All my stories start like horror, then the staring wins at the end. <laughs> it's a typical move. <laughs> Amen. Tell your neighbor, don't stress. Some of you are thinking about all the sins of this week. Don't worry, don't worry. The blood of Jesus removes every curse in Jesus' name. So people become cursed by doing the wrong thing. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 11 to 13, we see that Adam and Eve were blessed. Satan could not touch them. That's why Eve could talk to the snake. He could talk to Satan. The snake, they were having a conversation. Just imagine if Satan could appear, would you? Well, Eve was talking to Satan like this. They were having a conversation. Satan was encouraging Eve to go shopping. Go, f- go food lovers market for some fruits. A fruit and veg. You know, somewhere. <laughs> Amen. Now, this is after they had sinned. God is now talking to Adam and Eve because when God came, when the voice of God came into the garden, they started to hide. And for God, it was unusual that a human being should hide from Him. God had to ask, What have you done? that causes you to hide. And he said, who told thee, make it NLT so that it, it's... Okay, who, who told you that you were naked? The Lord, asked, the Lord God asked, have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I have commanded you not to eat? Do you see that they did something? The man replied, I as for us men, we always blame women. It was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit. Let us be accountable for the things we do and not blame anyone. The woman. <laughs> and I ate it. Then the Lord God asked the woman, What have you done? You see, he's asking them, What did you do? The serpent deceived me. So it already tells us where the problem is. The problem of the man is a woman. The problem of the woman is that she is easily deceived. Do you see problems? These are the original problems. The problem of of the man is that he easily believes a woman. And the problem of women is that they are easily deceived by snakes. 
So a woman has the tendency to believe in a snake. That is the way you are quiet. <laughs> no, it's the Bible. It's the Bible. Hmm? Verse 14. Then the Lord God said, unto, said to the serpent, Because you have done this. You see, the problem is because you have done something that you shouldn't do. What will happen to you? You are cursed more than all the animals. So he cursed the serpent. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not about the serpent. In verse 16, women were cursed because the mother of all women did something wrong. It was in their actions that the curse came about. Then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy. Ask, ask your mother. That's why sometimes man have a umlaleli because you akumbula kutu uvelenjan nyarosoto mchelatorla. Hey! And you will desire to control your husband. You see, husbands, this is not new. <laughs> the desire of a, the case of a woman is that they desire to control us. <laughs> then when you are having that argument of don't control me, <laughs> understand that you are dealing with a case. It's not your wife who is special. No, 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 no. It's a case upon all women. The men don't want to smile, but we can discuss it after church women's conference by my corner that side. Are you here or you have gone home? So women, do you know, do you see that you are cursed to try to control a man? How women, now we are... How, <laughs> no, now, listen, do you know why? Do we acknowledge the one of pain during pregnancy, giving birth? Do we acknowledge it? Is that case there, yes or no? Women, is it there, yes or no? Yes. So also the one of trying to control your husband is also there. Because it's in the same sentence. No, me, I'm not the controlling type. Mm. Mm. And the case says that, but he will rule over you. Society will make him in charge, even though you want to control him. It's a curse. Do you see the curse? Are you loving the curse or you don't love the curse? You don't love it. We overcome such curses in Jesus' name. Then men were cursed because the father of all humans did something wrong, which is Adam. Verse 17. And to the man he said, Since you listened to your wife, men have the tendency of receiving wrong advice. <laughs> and ate from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat. The ground is cursed because of you. About food. Look at a man. The, the ground was cursed because of us. Bandwa is because of a man. 
a man is involved in unemployment. He's part of the HR that ensures that people don't get employed. There is a man somewhere there. There is a man. There is a man. Hey! It's a case. All your life, you will struggle. <laughs> If you are a man, you have not daughtered up. You have not men. You have not manned up to fight the case. Hunger will find you. Meaning that when you are a man, there is something that is always trying to make you to be poor. Mind was a corner like Funago went out to Puye. Mina, from this verse, I saw a shortcut. I saw a very shortcut. As much as, listen, as much as we men don't have period pains, what was our my period pains? We don't have period pains because we were not cursed to have them. When it comes to Finances, women were not cursed. <laughs> That's the shortcut. Wow. That's the shortcut. <laughs> it's a shortcut. But you see, Satan is also aware of that. Satan and I the society and culture to disadvantage women. And we don't allow a woman to be in charge. And they themselves don't want to be in charge. Because their desire is for a man to rule them. When another woman rules other women, he can't fight. When a man comes, you're like, yeah. <laughs> Satan, but, but you as a woman, you are not cursed. This global curse, God didn't count you there. It's in the Bible. Unless all of us must have period pains, babe. If the curses are not specific to gender. So a shortcut is a woman. You can bypass some of these things. Hey! The men don't like this topic. <laughs> so these people, this is how cases come about when we do something that is wrong. Now my question is, I want you to write three things on your notebook that you think are bringing about cases in your life. <laughs> uh, write down, write it down. We are, we are in church. Let write it down. One, two, three. Three things that you believe are bringing about what? Curses. Hmm? Three things that you are doing that you think, hey, Yazin, these things are causing me problems. And as your homework, when you get home, ask yourself how you can overcome this has creating activities. Now, I'm, this is not my main sermon. This is not 
the, the type. I said there are two ways in which cases come about. When you do something that you shouldn't do. But the second way that the case comes, which is the shocking one. You see, I understand that I was not supposed to drink and I drank. I was not supposed to steal and I stayed. I stole. I understand that. But you see, but this second way in which cases come is the one that I don't understand. People become cursed, number two, when they do nothing. <laughs> I thought it was just about doing wrong things. A curse can come into my life because I'm doing nothing. Now you find out that when you enter church and you become a Christian, you enter into the atmosphere of doing nothing. A lot of people who say, I'm on fire for God, and I'm a proper Christian, accumulate the cases of doing nothing. Because you, what do you say? I don't drink. I don't party. I don't smoke. I don't. What are the top five sins? Your special sins, the ones you like, the ones you feel like these are the ones. Is what drinking, no, the, smoking. Which are the top ones you feel like? Fornicating, sleeping around. What other one? Stealing. Which other one? Lying. Which other one? Bulala, murder. Which other one? Disrespect. So when, when, when you, we are doing nothing, you are, not dis, you are not disrespecting anyone. You are doing nothing. You are not sleeping with any wrong person. You are doing nothing. You are not stealing. You are doing nothing. He says, in that atmosphere, there are cases also. That's why I said, it's shocking. Somebody said, what a shock. You see, the tree did nothing. (laughs) The, The tree did nothing. And Jesus cursed it. It did nothing. The tree didn't bother other trees. No one came to complain that the tree is the roots of the tree are spoiling my house. The tree was cursed because it did nothing. Ha! How can we be cursed for doing nothing? I have stopped drinking. I have stopped smoking. I don't steal anymore. Pastor They must bless the blood of Jesus. 
Pastor, me never knew shy at me, ne Pastor. Me shy strong. Thank you, Lord. Ma piya mi waye gani le ni piya yambeni tanda. Ua zomche la manje gusitwa logo mtoleska lekzan kungulufu na ndagim. Now I want you to understand why the case comes about. All things are created for a purpose. That fig tree. Some birds were staying there. The whole family was there they had a home. For some birds. I'm sure someone would I'm sure even Jesus while he was cursing that fig tree he was enjoying the shade. Because they were walking and the fig tree had shade. But the question is that did God create it for shade? Did God created for the birds? He created the tree to produce food. And that tree was created to feed other people. That tree was created to solve the problem of poverty and hunger. When Jesus realized that this tree was not fulfilling his purpose. He cursed it. My question is, do you care about your purpose? Why are you still alive? Why are you here? Why are you not in Josie? Why are you looking at me with my spectacles here in front? Why are you not looking at a bishop with a big stomach? And a prophet with shiny shoes. Why? Why are you not spinning around during praise and worship time? Why are you here? And why are you listening to me this morning? It has to do with your purpose. When God is pointing us to our purpose, He makes us to meet people. Peter used to be a fisher of fish. Peter He thought that his fishing appetite had to do with fish. Until he met Jesus, who told him that. Yes, you are a fisherman. But you are fishing the wrong product. I will make you fishers of men. Yes, you are an engineer. You are into production tinder. At the right quality. To keep the lights on. But you are producing the wrong product. You should be doing shepherd production, Christian production, and at the right quality. 
at the right grade. Why are you alive? It is very important for you to understand that. Don't live life for the sake of living life. Since I'm here, I might as well eat. Since since I'm here on earth, I might as well eat. Since I'm here on earth, I might as well party. I'm here most. Uh, since, since I'm here, why are you here? It's an important question. Why? You know, sometimes you hear parents saying that Bengam Fulum You hear parents saying I don't know. That's why they would call you surprised. <laughs> uh, And I told you, and I'm telling you the same message in a different way, is to have an impact on our environment. Now, Christians who do not have an impact on the people around them become cursed. And we want to understand why are you not having an impact? It's important that we try to understand why. There's a reason why a person becomes a Christian and still remains a nobody. Some, even Christians, they have more of an impact when they are not Christians, when they are unbelievers. You find the same person who used to gather people by a groove. My Bible calls us to live. O kofol de tanda. O shama hallelujah. Mara when the person was an unbeliever. Ay! You find that you, when you were an unbeliever girl, you could make four boys to follow you. 
and you would command them, you buy this, you bring this, you do this. Easy. Easy. The power to make a boy to do something is a power. But you find out that when the people become Christians, all they want to do is just church. Relax. My family, my kids, are my kids in the Sunday school? No, 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 no drama. No, no, no. I, I don't want drama. I don't want problems. No, self in my house. I, I want peace. No, I, I just want a cool life. You know, me, my, 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 my ten kids and my me and my uh, my car and you know we're, we're just living by you know soon i'll get to pension and then i'll sit and the children will look after me and then they'll choose a tombstone and a coffin you know and then you know die and then they have more and then they call me go go i call them you know basugulu they say i'm tega taking and then you know we 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 go we we go we go you know and, and, and that's how we become. That's how we become. Now we want to find out why are Christians unfruitful? Doing nothing and leading to cases. Why? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, please smile. This is a nice... I'm telling you. The pastor is just blessing me. <laughs> we cannot solve the problem without diagnosing the source of the problem. Do you see that there's a problem? How many of you, number one, knew that there's a case of doing nothing? In fact, this thing made me to understand something. Which I will say. Maybe let me not say it now. Let's go to Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 to 15. And I want the church to read in NLT. One, two, three, go. I can explain the story to you. It says that the kingdom of heaven is, is likened unto a man who went to a far country. This man is Jesus. The and far country is heaven. So it is talking about when Jesus left the earth you and went to, to heaven. What did he do? Now it says that he called his servants. He never there is no one who is not a servant. That's the first thing you must pick up from this thing. He said that if you want to understand how heaven is, is operating, Jesus was telling the disciples like, I will go very far, very soon. And 
the people on earth I will call them for a meeting and I will distribute things so when God saves you he gives you an ability to serve him he said someone other people's ability was higher than the others some had level 5 ability some level 2 some level 1 no one had level zero, nothing, sitting ability. And he left them. Now, as Jesus has saved us and left us, let's find out what have we done with our abilities. Now, to summarize the story, it says that the one with the five uh, coins or whatever, five talents. Five, he used it because to gain five more. And the one with two went to two. The one with one did nothing. The other two, five, the one with five and the one with two. God gave them more. They didn't pray for more. Based on what they did with what God gave them, they were given more. Sometimes there is a lack in our lives because we have done nothing with the life that God has given us. We have done nothing with the opportunities that God has given us. I was talking to some people on Friday. Was it on Friday? Yes, on Friday. I was telling them that sometimes how God answers prayers and gives us opportunities, He introduces you to people who are not your type, who are not your level, who are not your kind. God is giving you an opportunity. You are being given an opportunity to be rich. You know, poor people, when they meet a rich person, that's the person they hate. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yes! You are single! You are introduced to a married woman. God is trying to change you. God is trying to give you a picture of marriage. But you find that you are the one giving bad advice to the married woman to get out of the marriage. Long is the reason why you are not married. God is giving you the opportunity. He's giving you a talent. You are here in church. Looking at me. You could be by your boyfriend. Or girlfriend. But you are here. It's an opportunity. God is telling you, wake up. Victory, wake up. Tell the next victory. Victory, please. <laughs> <laughs> wake 
Are you here where you have gone home? So the man went to a far country and he came back. When he came back, he was checking. Five, what did you do with five? Got more. Get more. Two, what did you do with two? Get more. One, listen to the one. The one explains why a lot of Christians are in the case of nothing. Look at how the one behaves. Matthew 25 verse 24. Look at his response. Then the servant with one bag of silver came and said, Master, that they in confidence. If you can church his smile, I amber saw. It's a master. <laughs> I knew you are a harsh man. So point number one, why people do nothing is because they blame God and they blame the pastor. You are harsh. You are in fair God. You are harsh man of God. They blame God. You are in fair God. Can't do anything for you. Give me what I want first before I do anything. And such people, even if when they get it, they still do nothing. Because that's not the real reason. Give me. Give me my marriage. See me, I will become an intercessor in the church. Or a prophetess. Or a prophet. I will become a wild basenta leader. Just give me a husband. They say God is harsh. God is unfair. You can't trust God. I cannot work for such a boss. People do nothing because they don't trust God. And they think God is unfair. But I can tell you God is fair. There is no better employer than God. There is no better rewarder than God. The Bible says that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. God, the Bible says that God, God rewards those who seek Him. He will always reward us. The Bible says that God is not like a man. Human beings, you can work for your boss. And at the end, your boss doesn't pay you. I left to pay you half. <laughs> I, I know I know a certain company which starts with one of the letters of the alphabet. <laughs> now, we once found out that in this company, overseas company, like it's, it's worldwide, you know, it's the, head, the headquarters would send money. With salaries, they know that the salaries, this person owns 10,000. That is the money head office would release. And then the local guy must distribute to the different accounts. So let's say the salary bill gives 3 million. And that's what head office knows. Then they send to the local branch. 
the local branch they distribute one million for example two million they are eating it between HR, the manager the what what they are distributing the money amongst themselves through ghost employees They say this person works here. The person doesn't work here. Put in the account. The card is in their pocket. Mm. Hey! You don't know. You go and check your company. You will be shocked. Sure. You find that your salary is not your salary. Someone else knows your salary is something. And you are paying for someone's wife who is sitting at home. Or someone's cousin. Hey! But God is a rewarder. God says that if you do it, if you do what I created you for, I will reward you. That's why the Bible says in Matthew 6.33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and the clothes. Those are the benefits from the company. The houses. Those are the benefits of the company. I don't know why you people think a pastor must be poor. If he seeks the kingdom of God, these things must be added. How can we be poor? Unless then God is a liar. He says, seek, I will give. Give company benefits. Tell your neighbor, company benefits. Mm. God doesn't pay like a contractor. No medical aid. There's medical aid. But you see that people don't serve God because they think God is unfair. They think the man of God is harsh. They think the church is harsh. They think the, the, the people are demanding. The church is demanding. God is demanding. Everyone is demanding. How come we don't resign from work? when work is demanding it's because we are sure that man's end so let's the reward people don't serve God because they don't believe God rewards so this man said what? You God, hush. So they blame God and they blame the leader. The second reason why people do nothing is that they think they are being used to make another man's life look glorious. Yes. Even you see, even when you are married, when you feel like your spouse is using you, you don't do things. Even when you are in a relationship, like this relationship, give eighty me twenty percent you. I'm the only one putting in an effort. I'm the only one calling. Only one, what one? Only, 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 only. Therefore, I have decided. I'll chill. That's how even relationships go. Do you remember how you broke up with your boyfriend? I'm the one who's calling you. You don't call me. I'm the one who's what, what. Therefore, this relationship, tell your neighbor, is 80% me, 20% you. <laughs> tell your neighbor, this relationship is 80% me, 20% you. And that is how we feel about God. That like, this God guy, he wants us just to work, do things for him. He's doing nothing for us. Therefore, we can't serve him. Why 
should I be up and up inviting people and a cause of stress using my money? Ah! You are using me, God. Via your church and your pastor. The two of you. <laughs> I'm tired. Can't use me anymore. Would it not be said? As I'm holding this bottle, and I'm drinking, the bottle says I'm tired. Listen, bottle, like see me. You are using me. We are seventy. I've been quenching yourself. So look, I was a hundred. I was how many ml is this? Treated. I was treated. Look at me. I'm below half now. You are busy using me. So what will I benefit from you, man? Meaning you, Suzanne. Will you not be sad? But yeah, people do but nothing because they say, "I'm fooling Sanjati Swami." But Stalola, who's Sanjati? What, what, what is this? What this thing created for? Is it to decorate? Is this one of the deco items in your house? The main aim of that uh, uh, red label bottle is not de- a decoration bottle. What is it for? Eh? It's for drinking. It's for quenching someone's thirst. But the way we are, Christians are is that when God wants to drink, they say, yeah, uh, I'm tired. You are using me too much. Think to you. You, you, you. Then God tries again. Like he, he has left you for some time like this. Right now as I'm preaching, he's, he, he's attempting. Hey! report. Can't use me. So report. You are telling God that. HR. <laughs> you want to take us to HR. Send me to union. Hey! And Satan is a good unionist. Satan is a good unionist. He will tell you that no. Do you remember the last time how tired you were? And how stressed you were because yeah, of God. No. You find that a person, you know, you were somewhere. In that church, you used to sing. There. When you came here, I'm tired of singing. At least here, they don't know that I can sing. Even when it's time for praise and worship, you don't want to take out your voice. When we are singing and worshiping, you are like, hey, maybe someone will hear me. Then, then, how I praise you? Because you, you don't want to take out the voice. Because if it comes out, someone will say, wow, that's a nice voice. Don't you want to join praise, praise and worship? Don't use me. Don't use me. Don't use me. And we threaten God. Use me and you will see. Touch me. This what? 
And you see, this water must allow itself to be held by other hands. It can't use itself. Just imagine this water is moving around trying to use itself. It's trying to drink itself. That is why our lives become frustrated. You are, you are a bottle of water trying to drink yourself. You are moving around drinking yourself. And watering yourself and saying, oh no. You know, then you, you say, please use me as a decoration item. When people say you are ugly, you cannot be used as a decoration. You are offended. Mrs. Water. Mr. Water. Mr. Water. Tell the next water bottle that it, God wants to drink. I'm stressed. Are we finishing? So, never allow... And you see, I, I want you to understand this. They, you are not a bad person. Satan has a way... In the same way he dribbled Adam and Eve. He will dribble you. He will dribble you. You will see that you are in a committee of... You are even in a WhatsApp group where you are discussing... This group was created of doing nothing. I'm telling you, but I see you overcoming such an excuse in Jesus' name. I see you overcoming such a lie in Jesus' name. It's a lie. It's a lie. And I'm exposing the lies. Let me finish exposing them with my two points. The other reason, which doesn't apply to us, it applies to other people, but I must say it. People do nothing because they are wicked Christians. They are wicked. But the master replied, you wicked. I thought wickedness has to do with doing something. But this one did nothing and he's been called wicked. Mm. Well, what kind what kind is this? Mm. Now I can bring in my verse. Now the Bible says that if you have the power to do good if you have it unless you don't you are an unbeliever but it says that if you have the power the ability to do good you must do it you cannot sit with your ability to do good and sit down ha you have the ability to give someone food to do. We are giving him prayers. God bless you. God open doors for you. Oh, Jesus. The person is hungry. Do good. You have the capacity. You have the capacity to help someone with that module. Do good. Do good. 
have the capacity to dress, do good. Not everyone has the capacity to dress. You can just wear pink, orange, cream, white, with some shoes. We have the, the clothes, Mara. Le combo. <laughs> you see that when you get to KFC, things are sold in combos. A combination. When we can do three one, umganwa ko le combo yake. Your friends come who's not coming together. You want to be beautiful alone. You have the ability to do good. Actually, your clothes are not expensive. They are very cheap and affordable. somewhere. This is very expensive. <laughs> Then you say some uh, uh, French name or Italian name. A big Italian name. Sometimes I'm going to say, let Hong Kong. Mara, I'm going to like we have all who's in Leam, Le Fong Kong, Yela Coste Am, Lemguenya, Ibuge in the right direction. The size of the crocodile is the right one, and the mouth is not open too wide like this. Think that comeback, the original Maran. When a Kumanam Kumanam Zok, I know a place where we can all run to in times of distress. Confusion and fear. I. <laughs> but you see that people when they have the capacity to do good. You are a boss. You, you don't hire Christians. Hmm? When there is a vacancy at your workplace, you say, "Alaban baashupalab." Wow. The Bible says that when you have the capacity to do good, you have extra clothes. Do good. Give someone. Don't say they will look nice. Yes, they must look nice. You gain 10 kilos. Your face used to be straight, now it's round. That should tell you that you can't fit. Even if you try to go back to that weight. They will say, you know black people, but that's you are cool. <laughs> Don't attempt to go to slim and fit. Can hand, <laughs> hand over, hand over. When you get home, call your young slim sister and other people and say, oh, my young slim sister. I can't fit. Here's the polo. Yes, I know. That ex-boyfriend of yours who used to have money, unlike the current one, gave you those clothes. And if they go, you can't recover them. Give them away. Miguela. Your head has grown bigger. The herpes cannot fit. <laughs> Give someone the herpes. You are still trying to fit her. You are saying you are going to remodel everything to fit your head. Please. If you have the capacity to do good, do what? 
one day I was we were here in, I was somewhere I was listening to a sermon and I, I had seen how a pastor friend of mine was struggling with transport and God started to prick me with this verse you have the ability to do good you have more than one car and some of these cars the cars are paid up will you drive all of them you have the capacity to do good give him the car it took me a whole year to (laughs) obey (laughs) a whole year but you see I have not lost anything have I lost anything so when you you are a Christian your capacity to make another person a Christian Use it. The Clap your hands for Jesus. I'm finishing. <laughs> Tell your neighbor that this guy is on his last point, so please be patient. Hey, these last points have. <laughs> the last point is that. People do nothing because they are lazy. Laziness. Sleeping beauties. You want to sleep. You want to rest. Your whole life is about resting. Let me rest. You are sleeping for 10 hours. No, 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 no. I, I told you that each time you sleep, you are closer to death. Sleep is a form of death. It's a mild version of death. And God has given you time and you are using the time to sleep. No, 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 no. You can't. Why are you sleeping? How many hours do you sleep? How many? How many hours do you sleep? How many? What do you mean, hours. No, no, give me some answers. What is your neighbor saying? How hours. many hours? Eh? hours. Eleven hours. Yay! Twelve. <laughs> oh, half of the life that God has given you, you are spending it sleeping. A day has 24 hours. You are sleeping 11. <laughs> so if you live 40 years, it means you only use 20 years of it. Of it. You have been sleeping. Mm, we shouldn't say you are 40 years old. You are 20. Because what, what God... Listen, listen. Take time as an opportunity. Take time as what? Opportunity. Because people die. You must ask yourself, God has given you 24 hours. What did you do with it? You I used it to sleep. Hours. Ah! Hmm. Then you, you come scientific. You know, for a human being, it's recommended, Pastor, that you should sleep 8 to 10 hours. That's why people like forex traders. They just come and advertise and steal our money like that. Say, oh, 
only need to trade one hour a day. You take two trades, and then you are a millionaire. Hmm. <laughs> That's why people go to buy forex and lose money. Because it's like, oh, I want to sleep. So people are lazy. And you see, the, the disadvantage of a, of a Christian is that Christians then substitute their laziness with prayers. Instead of doing something, they are busy praying. Then you change. Come out from that room and do something. Then they start. No, this pastor prayed for me. I couldn't feel the anointing. Let me go to the next church. The next program. Prophet Mackenzie, lay hands on me. You think after waking up from the floor, you will be a millionaire? You are joking. You, you will be dead. That's all. You think Elon Musk became rich through prayers like if there was a prophetic meeting and they laid hands on him and say Elon I see money over you Mackenzie Elon receive money then Elon said I receive I'm not saying we shouldn't pray but you see prayer cannot overcome laziness there is something that neutralizes prayer. It is called what? Laziness. And Something I, I forgot who. I think it's Mandoza. Zoitolaganja and Selekunin. Huh? Do not allow things to happen to you. Make things to happen. And tell yourself, I will not allow myself to remain in this state. Even though it, dis- it creates discomfort, the discomfort is needed. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing to lose. I have been given time. Yes. Allow yourself to be trained in the church to become a Basenta leader. Why can't you turn your room in a pl- to a place of spirituality and salvations and miracles? A place of testimonies. You are using your room to sleep. That nice bed of yours Three people can sit there and hear the word of God. That's why it's nice. And for the Rumiako, it will attract very nice people. Because you have done everything nice. Hey! That roommate of yours should be hearing the word of God through you. But you are lazy. You are lazy to pick up your Bible and share with someone for 30 minutes. And discuss with the person. You are lazy. You can't be lazy. 
You are lazy to pick up your Bible and share it with your children. You are lazy. Don't be lazy. Makola, asiyekele nukvilapa. Umtanazo agateli to replace buvila. That's why if you read the Bible, it says that cowards and lazy people will be in hell. Do you know that? You thought it's only those who drink. <laughs> Listen, Bible, amagwala. Netivila. Hell. I always tell a person if you have once had a boyfriend or a girlfriend you don't you you cannot be afraid of any human being because bonus being the cubs move in public spins and leave us as a woolworth spins as a woolworthness actually as a shop right you find people are smooching and people are passing no problem And in your mind, you think, oh, we're not prepared. Not prepared. My hands are warm, hands are warm. Hey! Yes, you find you are going there. <laughs> there is no shyness about you at all. No shyness at all. Why you come to church? What is on the end? Oh, you shush. That meaning I saw about when I passed. I'm afraid, Pastor. You know, I I I do want to do this, but I What is the people? Church, no smile, nothing. Serious. After church, ah, 
Ah, guys, come on. We can't be lazy. We can't. Are we going to be lazy? In this church, you are lazy. Never. Never, never. I cannot allow you. You, you would rather not like me for what I'm preaching. But I'm telling you the truth. Yes. You know, the way Satan is so subtle. Satan will say, Can you hear what he preached about? He said, Purpose. We are really not sure about this purpose business. Therefore, chill for now. <laughs> you don't want to do what is wrong. <laughs> chill. That, that is the trick he did on me when I came to the church. I was very resilient. And he, a voice came that, you know, don't be zealous. How do you know this, this is what God wants you to do? And all of a sudden, I was neutralizing the church. I was going for prayers to find what God wants me to do. And not doing anything. In the meantime, I was busy backsliding. We do what the Bible says we should do. This is not rocket science. What the Bible says, we do it. That is what we should do. Yes, 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 yes. I've preached so much. I've preached so much. I feel like I've preached to you. I feel like you did hear what I was saying to you. I feel like someone who's lazy will not be lazy anymore. No, 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 no. 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 That is why we don't like foreigners. That's why we hate them. Nivalile. Kanauva when we are by TV. Google TV match. Coaching. Oh my friend. Hey my friend, what do you want? Bread. Smafila. Smafila. Then we want to strike and burn their places. What are you burning? Why would they go and fetch someone from another place when you are here? It's because we'll feel away. Yes, when I go to work, they said, Belfast. Hey, hey, how come it's not just one company all the companies when they want a supervisor they go outside they don't choose you guys why don't they choose you there's something wrong with you, man. There's, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, there's something wrong with you. How come all the supervisors are not for me? Don't you see? Even if you go to another company, another mine, it's the same thing. There's something wrong with the way you are thinking. Why can't you fix that? That yeah, but funny. 
mbandwe khamba hey ya lazy ya lazy don't be lazy don't be lazy don't replace studying with prayers study ya mfundisi belangkandazele during miracle service marangvuse 10 utatishile na ala mafundisi lava kusibo siyasebenda let's stand on our feet my main point here is laziness vila vila use your time not to rest no no there's no time to rest no time to rest up for more we rest the bible says that we will rest in our grace where are we going to rest they they will even carry you don't worry they'll carry you don't worry oh they will carry you but for now we walk we walk we walk very hard we study very hard we fought very hard someone might say you are too much someone must say that and you are busy looking for a job the mundo mhlela funa spana but yeah you are too much you see yeah I'm too much cuz my problem is too much also why do you expect me to act calm when i'm unemployed how do you act, want me to act civilized when i'm hungry i know i have a degree i have a diploma i you must hey i am me i am me before something bad happens to you <laughs> hey I want us to pray. The curse of doing nothing is leaving this church. We are doers of things. We we make things happen. Begin to pray. We are doing. We are doing. Rada baba baba ya sanana baya sagadaya. Rodobolese. Kibobobo shagadala. Zegebobo shagabalo.
Today I, I preached about Christians and what God expects from Christians. Christians are people who are born again, who have their sins forgiven. Today, the fruits that God requires from you, if you are not born again, it's for you to be born again it's for you to receive him first so that he can change you to be the right tree so that you can produce the right fruit it is when the voice of God is in you it is when the spirit of God is in you that he will lead you to your purpose you are here this morning say pastor I want my sins to be forgiven and I want to receive Jesus Christ if you are here you want your sins to be forgiven and you want to receive Jesus as the Lord and personal Savior raise your right hand raise your right hand Raise your right hand. Don't be afraid. Raise your right hand. If you have raised your right hand, I want you to come to me so that I pray with you. Come to me. Come to me.
to follow me in this prayer including the church while you are lifting up both of your hands say dear lord jesus I come to you today just as I am Father you know my sins the ones that I have done in public and the ones that I have done in secret forgive me I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ is Lord that he died for my sins on the cross and resurrected on the third day so today I am born again Father write my name in the book of life Satan listen to me now I'm no longer I'm a child of God. Amen. Amen.